Tuesday, February 28th marks one year since we launched the DSR Daily Brief. We're showing our thanks by providing you with our best sale price ever on membership. From now through March 4th, visit the dsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DAILYBRIEF to receive 50% off our regular membership price of $50 per year or $5 per month. Members receive access to bonus content, an ad-free listening experience, exclusive blog posts, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. This is a one-time only offer, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DAILYBRIEF to receive 50% off. Thank you for your support. It's March 2nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Reuters is reporting that the U.S. is sounding out close allies about the possibility of imposing new sanctions on China if Beijing provides military support to Russia for its war in Ukraine, according to four U.S. officials and other sources. The consultations, which are still at a preliminary stage, are intended to drum up support from a range of countries, especially those in the wealthy G7, to coordinate support for any possible restrictions. One official from a country consulted by Washington said that they had only seen scant intelligence backing up the claims about China considering possible military assistance to Russia. A U.S. official, however, said that they were providing detailed accounts of the intelligence to allies. The initial outreach by Washington on sanctions has not yet led to broad agreement on any specific measures, the sources said. Top diplomats from the G20 grappled with deepening rifts in their ranks as they held contentious talks dominated by Russia's war in Ukraine and China's moves to boost its global influence earlier this morning, according to the AP. And while others, including U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, chose to highlight their positive roles in addressing world crises, the divide was palpable. In a video addressed to the assembled foreign ministries in New Delhi, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi urged them not to allow current tensions to destroy agreements that might be reached on food and energy security, climate change, and debt. While they were all in the same room, there was no sign that Blinken would sit down with either his Russian or Chinese counterparts. Ahead of the meeting, Blinken said he had no plans to meet with them individually but expected to see them in group settings. Al Jazeera is reporting that India's Supreme Court has ordered the setting up of a bipartisan panel that will include the Prime Minister and the Chief Justice to select the country's election commissioners, ending a practice of government effectively choosing them. The new panel will also include the Leader of the Opposition in the lower house of parliament, or the opposition party with the highest number of members in the House. Currently, the president of the country, who generally goes by the advice of the government, appoints the chief election commissioner, 
and two commissioners for a tenure of six years each. Elsewhere, Deutsche Welle reports that the U.S. intelligence community concluded it was unlikely that the so-called Havana syndrome was caused by a foreign adversary. The new intelligence assessment found no credible evidence that any U.S. adversary had a weapon or device capable of causing symptoms behind the mysterious syndrome. The Washington Post first reported that seven intelligence agencies reviewed over a thousand cases. Of the seven agencies, five determined that it was very unlikely, while the other two said it was unlikely. A U.S. official told reporters that most of the cases can be reasonably explained by medical conditions or environmental and technical factors, including previously undiagnosed illnesses. While there clearly is no standardized definition of the affliction, those who have been affected have reported drowsiness, fatigue, headaches, and problems with hearing and vision. Some of those affected also ended up losing their hearing permanently. Unexplained cases also popped up in Colombia, Vietnam, Russia, China, Austria, and even Berlin. The BBC is reporting that Vietnam has chosen a new president after an anti-corruption drive and power struggle within its leadership. Va'a Ventua takes over from Nguyen Shawan Phuc, who stepped down in January. With its long tradition of collective leadership, the party's senior figures since Ho Chi Minh have rarely had much of a profile outside the country. Mr. Tuong is no exception standing out largely for his relative youth in a party which usually gives top jobs to much older officials. He is also noteworthy for having a career almost entirely inside the party and being steeped in its Marxist-Leninist orthodoxy. Allegations of corruption in the government's response to the COVID-19 pandemic forced out Mr. Fouk in January. According to Political Europe, Eurozone inflation nudged lower to 8.5% in February from 8.6% in January, easing for a fourth straight month, but less than expected preliminary data by Eurostat showed Thursday. A Reuters poll of analysts expected year-on-year inflation in February to drop to 8.2%. What's more, core inflation, excluding energy, food, alcohol, and tobacco, kept rising to a record 5.6% in February from 5.3% in January, posing a fresh challenge to the European Central Bank's efforts to bring inflation back to the 2% target. Energy prices eased further, rising 13.7% year-on-year against 18.9% in January, but food prices kept increasing by 15% compared with 14.1% in January, as did services and industrial goods. Kenya's The Nation reports that Burkina Faso has scrapped a 1961 agreement on military assistance with France, a move that comes only weeks after it told the French ambassador and troops supporting its anti-jihadist campaign to leave the country. The Bukinabe Foreign Ministry advised the French government that the country was renouncing the Technical Military Assistance Agreement reached in Paris on April 24, 1961, 
according to the correspondence dated February 28th. The accord was forged between the newly independent Republic of Upper Volta, as Burkina Faso used to be called, and its longtime colonial power. The move marks a further downward spiral in relations since the military toppled Burkina's elected president last year. In lighter news from the AP, doctors, lawyers, celebrities, there's a new cosmetic surgery of sorts that has snared them all. By that we mean handing over money to hire a calligrapher for a fresh take on writing one's own name in cursive. A corner of TikTok, Instagram, and other social media is dedicated to signature design and it's keeping practitioners busy. Priscilla Molina in Los Angeles does a minimum of 300 custom signatures a month, offering packages that include up to three ways to sign, limitless drafts, or a new set of initials. She charges between $10 and $55 using the motto, where originality meets legacy. Molina said her Planet of Names clients include professionals and famous people in search of new ways to sign autographs, though her lips are sealed on the identities of high-profile signature seekers. In general, Molina said, people come to her for signature makeovers for a simple reason. They're tired of the way they sign their names. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Angela Stent of Georgetown University about the one-year anniversary of the full-scale invasion of Ukraine. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>